What's up, y'all? This is JLP, the host of Master and Single Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. I pray all is well with you and your loved ones. I hope you had a great week, and I'm praying that you would have a greater weekend. And on tonight's episode, I'm excited because I truly want to encourage you guys, especially those of you who are asking the question, how long until? How long until? Now, this question, you know, it's going to be for different reasons for all of us, right? Perhaps you are on here listening to this podcast episode. Your how long until maybe how long until your student loans get paid? <laughs> or maybe it will be how long until you go to a vacation that you will enjoy? Or perhaps some of you who are listening to this podcast is saying, how long until my prayer will be answered? You know, and so I still want to go ahead and just encourage you in the season that you're currently in by reading to you one of the entries from my new book, Mastering Single at 90 Day Devotional, Whole and Single, The Key to Healthy Relationships. If you already grabbed your copy, thank you so much. If not, I truly recommend you to go ahead and grab your copy. It's available on Amazon. And again, this is an entry for my book, How Long Until? And I really want to go ahead and read it with you guys. And I also want to just share as well um, a particular topic that relates to this, right? Um, that is coming from the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 6. In regards to the story of the wall of Jericho, and I want to go ahead and just highlight some of the things that the Holy Spirit was able to show to me that will encourage those of you again who have a how long until on your mind. So now the entry goes like this, y'all. It says, Jesus tells us not to give up in prayer. Some things God does suddenly, while other things he does after much time has passed. But one thing I want you to keep in mind is God answers prayers. He answers quickly after it seems like all hope was lost in most cases. Even when you don't see a breakthrough in sight, he wants you to obey him. God wants you to keep asking until it comes. He doesn't deliver certain blessings unless we remain in faith to receive them. Some God won't release until we recognize he's our ultimate blessing. Again, no blessing is enough to replace him. Whichever reason God has you waiting for an answer, don't stop believing God to do what you believe for. Keep hoping for him to come through when you need deliverance the most. Remain in faith until he intervenes. Keep pushing until he comes through. Keep praying until he answers, especially when he's given a specific word or promise and confirmed it multiple times. Keep declaring it back to God until he brings it to pass. God has never lied. He didn't lie about the word you received. Remain joyful about this promise with the same measure of joy you had when you first heard it. May the promise or word strengthen your faith to see God do what he said. Like he did for Abraham and other servants of faith we read about in scripture. Keep holding the promise when everything is saying, let it go. Be like Jacob. Don't let go until he blesses you. Don't let him go until he fulfills his promise. And there are a couple meditative scriptures that I want to quickly just go ahead and read. And that way, we're going to continue as well um, with the rest of tonight's episode. Because I really want to go ahead and read um, chapter 6 in the book of Joshua, verses 2 to 24. I believe there's a word in there. That will truly encourage you guys um, again especially you have that question how long until because many of you maybe you have been waiting for something to just be um, open up for you right maybe it's an opportunity again maybe it's an answer to prayer 
um, maybe you just perhaps apply to a job and you're hoping that you would get that offer. Whatever the case may be, some of you probably have been in a season where it seems like you're either stuck or you're either delayed or um, the, the progression is not moving at a fast pace or at a better pace that you was hoping for it to move. And now, at times when the, the, the waiting seems long, right, at times when it seems like the answers are being delayed, it can cause you, again, to ask yourself the question, how long until? And sometimes when we ask that question, how long until, we don't ask it with a joyful heart. You know, we don't ask it with, with great faith, but we ask it to the point where we are becoming depressed or we're becoming discouraged. We're becoming, as well, um, desperate to know if it's something that we're doing wrong that is causing the delay. Is this something that we're not doing enough that is causing us to feel stuck and so forth? But I want you to have a different perspective tonight, and I'm going to get more into that later. But before I get into that later, I just want to go ahead and give you these meditative scriptures. I hope that you were blessed by that entry. How long until, again, you're able to reread it during your leisure time by getting a copy of my book on Amazon. Now, the meditative scriptures, the first one I want to go ahead and read to you all is James 1 and 4. It says this, guys, and I'm reading from the New King's. Uh, New King James Version. It says, But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That one scripture, y'all, could be a whole entire message, but I'm not going to go into it. Um, but again, I encourage you that during this weekend, you just meditate on James 1 verse 4. The second one I want to go ahead and read to you guys is coming from Galatians, Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. And I'm reading now um, from the English Standard Version for this particular scripture, Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. And it says, y'all, and let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. And then the last scripture is Matthew 13, verse 58. And I'm reading from the New International Version, and it says, and he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith later on i just want us to um, close in prayer but before we go ahead and close in prayer like i was saying um earlier i want us to go ahead and uh, read joshua chapter 6 verse 2 to 24 but before we go into that i want us to still continue to focus on uh the title of that entry um i read earlier how long until now sometimes what becomes a problem is that when we're not receiving, again, that answer or when we're not receiving that opportunity or when we feel like there's nothing moving, the progression is not taking place the way that we envision, sometimes we get so busy asking ourselves that question that we become inactive. There are certain things, right? There are certain actions to take. Even though we're asking the question, how long until, we should shift our perspective. And one of the ways we can shift our perspective at that moment is to Go to the source, right? Go to the source of our needs. Go to the, to our creator, which is God Almighty. And so when you're asking that question, how long until, um, I want you to approach the Lord. But when you're approaching the Lord, I want you to approach the Lord with honesty. It's okay for you to be transparent with God and say, God, you know, I feel like I did everything that I was supposed to do. I feel like I obeyed you. You know, I feel like I'm at a, I'm at, you know, I'm at the right place or I'm in the right path. Um, I'm living a life that is set apart and all of that. And you may say, God, is, is there something I'm doing wrong? You know, just be vocal to the Lord, just be open to the Lord. But at the same time, I want to encourage you to do what it is that the Lord tells us to do. 
through the Apostle Paul in the book of Philippians, uh, making sure that we are rejoicing in him and making sure that we are doing his will, which is, again, first and foremost, to give him thanks in every circumstance. And so even though you're asking yourself this question, how long until this prayer be answered? How long until I get that opportunity? Or how long until I meet that special someone? I want you to go back in history and see all of the time that the Lord truly did come through for you, all of the time that the Lord truly did answer your prayers. And also just look at the fact that you're still here. You are alive. You are in good health. You are, you know, you have a family, you know, you have certain blessings. These are blessings that you should always be making sure you're thanking God for. And the reason why this is so important is because you are spending your time praising the Lord, which is always what pleases God when his children is praising him. And that causes the enemy as well to be like, oh, wow, he's still praising God or he's still praising God even though they still did not receive that breakthrough, even though they did not, not they did not receive that opportunity, but they are keeping their eyes on Jesus. Because the thing, what the enemy tried to do, y'all, when he sees that we are living a life set apart, you know, for God, and when he sees that we have been focused to live um, for the glory of the Lord and we have been obedient to God um, consistently, right? And then when he sees that just uh, something dear to our hearts, or there's a particular request that we have brought forth to the Lord and it seems as if it's not being answered. He is watching to see our attitude, like how our attitude would be towards God. <laughs> this is exactly what he did with Job. You know, this is exactly what he did with many of God's people in, his, in, in the word of God. The devil will try to see if God's people will end up cursing God because of the fact that God did not give them the promise or the blessing that he said he would give his people. So when there's a, a delay, when it seems like time is progressing and your circumstances are not changing, that can also be a test as well when it comes to your heart, when it comes to your motive. If you love the blessing or that very word more than God, and if you will allow the enemy to even cause you to distract your focus um, from, you know, being on Jesus to now just focusing just so on the promise or that prayer or your circumstance. And so how long until when I wrote that entry is for me to encourage you to continue to just pray the Lord until he comes through for you. But it's also to encourage you to continue to praise the Lord until it happens for you. And so when you feel like you have done everything that you could possibly could do to see a breakthrough, uh, to see change being done in your life, and it seems like nothing is happening, you have to press on and praise God. You have to press on and give Him glory like never before. You have to press on and rejoice. I recently posted a um, post on social media last night, the night before, and I was just encouraging those who follow me on social media to rejoice through these next couple of weeks. That phrase came um, last year during the month of May, but it is a phrase that has stuck with me until now to rejoice through these next couple of weeks. When you feel like your circumstances are getting worse, <laughs> it may it may seem to other people like you're crazy to be rejoicing when it seems like your circumstances are getting worse. But this is a perfect time for you to keep on rejoicing by the grace of God to keep on rejoicing. And so y'all, I'm gonna go ahead and show you how this correlates here in the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter six, when it comes to the story of Jericho. And you're going to see the, the importance of, of praise. I know a lot of us who grew up um, in the church, you have heard this before, that praise is a weapon of warfare. 
of spiritual warfare, and that is true. But I want to go ahead and just refresh your memory and just exhort you to understand the, the true importance of praise and also the true importance of remaining obedient to God even when, sincerely, your circumstances do not match up or line up with God's word or whatever word that he declared concerning you. Some of you, maybe, you know, in the beginning of the year, you thought you were going to be in a different place. But you see yourself in the month of August and you're like, hold up, what's going on? <laughs> you know, it's like completely the, the different thing, right? A different outcome. But again, I want you to be reminded that at times when it seems like things are not changing, when it seems like things are not in perfect alignment in regards to whatever the, whatever words the Lord declared over your life, this is now the perfect opportunity for you to praise God more, for you to keep on rejoicing and silencing the, the voice of the enemy and fighting back and making sure that again you're showing him you will be obedient to God nonetheless despite how you feel despite what you see despite what your circumstances are saying and I'm telling you just like God did it for Joshua when it comes to the story of the wall of Jericho he will do for you in your life and so y'all Joshua 6 we're going to read from verse 2 to 24 I'm gonna pause in between so we can really talk about what is being said here in the passage and then I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up in prayer because I truly want you guys to be encouraged tonight. Um, I feel like the Holy Spirit places on my heart to just really bring this message to you. For those of you, again, who have that question, how long until? You know, we are in the eighth month of 2022. And during this time, many people at times will already start pre-planning 2023 resolutions and all of that. You know, the New Year resolution and saying, okay, well, it's, it's, it's the eighth month. I mean, there's nothing serious that can happen for at this point but no 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 god is able to do for you in this month what you were hoping for him to do since the, the previous month you know there's nothing that is too big or too small for god to do and you will see even in this particular story how one woman her whole life was transformed and not just her life but her family's life was transformed because of the fact that she went ahead and did something um significant for the lord and so joshua 6 Verses 2 to 24, y'all, it says this. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with his king and his fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. I want to go ahead and quickly pause because I really want to bring something into your attention, to your attention. So you see the Lord in the beginning, he says to Joshua that they need to march once for six days. But if you pay close attention, you see that he ends up saying to Joshua, but on the seventh day, which will be the last day, right, of the marching, that they need to march seven times, not once, but seven times on the seventh day. All right, so now <clears throat> verse five, y'all. It continues, the Lord continues by saying, When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpet, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse, and the army will go up, everyone straight in. So Joshua, son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant of the Lord, and have seven priests carry trumpets in front of it. And he ordered the army advance, march around the city with an armed guard going ahead of the ark of the Lord. Okay, I just want to quickly pause right here 
I just want to go back um, very quickly to verses two to verse two. I want to go quickly back to verse two because I want again to highlight something of importance to you. You see, guys, most of the times when the Lord blesses his people, the Lord literally says that you are blessed before the blessing arrives. The Lord literally said to Joshua, then the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have delivered Jericho into your hands. They did not even enter the city yet. They did not even take it, you know, put into action the word of the Lord yet. Right. When the Lord was telling him, OK, for six days, you must march once and then the seventh day you must march seven times. They didn't they didn't do that yet. They didn't manifest those actions yet. But since the very first two, right, since the very verse two, the God already literally said, I have delivered Jericho into your hands. God has already made it passive before they themselves saw it manifest. Amen. In the natural. And so it is the same with us. Whatever word or promise that the Lord declared to you, though it didn't manifest in the natural, God already made it past tense because it has already been done. It literally has already been done. And so when we have this mindset, when we have this revelation, that too in itself should encourage us to rejoice through these next couple of weeks, to rejoice in the Lord and give him the utmost praise. Because truly, indeed, he has already given us the victory in Christ Jesus. It is finished. Everything that is that is to be done in our lives, he has already done it. It's just a matter of time for it to manifest in the natural. And so I hope that you were encouraged by that. Now let's continue on to verse 7. So verse 7, it says, And he ordered the army advance, march around the city with an armed guard, going ahead of the ark of the Lord. Verse 8, When Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets before the Lord went forward, blowing their trumpets, and the ark of the Lord's covenant followed them. The armed guard marched ahead of the priests who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard followed the ark. All his time, all this time, the trumpets were sounding, but Joshua had commanded the army, do not give a war cry, do not raise your voices, do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout, then shout. So he had the ark of the Lord carried around the city, circling it once. Then the army returned to camp and spent the night there. Joshua got up early the next morning and the priest took up the ark of the Lord. Verse 13. The seven priests carrying the seven trumpets went forward, marching before the ark of the Lord and blowing the trumpets. The armed men went ahead of them and the rear guards followed the ark of the Lord while the trumpets kept sounding. So on the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They did this for six days. Let me pause right there. So in verse 14, again, it tells us they did this, y'all. They did this for six days. They marched once around the wall, right? circling it for six days they did this for six days and some of us when we are believing for something to be done when we're asking and pleading with god and and um interceding on other people's behalf concerning the matter it's like after 30 minutes <laughs> we get so tired of work but these people they were literally marching for six days in obedience to god because again god said to them from the beginning that he had given given them the victory right he had delivered uh, the king and his kinsmen to to joshua to the israelites so i want to encourage you again go ahead in faith look at the calendar look at how many days are left this year of 2022 and i want you to make sure you be intentional and take time take time during the day and just praise god just praise God. Do more than you used to do. 
if you used to spend time with the Lord for five minutes in the morning, why not increase it to 30 minutes, you know? Let us try to make the sacrifice to really seek God with all of our hearts. The Lord says in his word, you know, that those who worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. And so we have to make sure that when we are seeking God, when we are seeking God in prayer, or when we are praising God, that we're making sure that we get rid of distraction and we give him our all. And we don't try to be like people in the world want to do things quickly all the time, but that we could spend even 30 minutes in the presence of God, even an hour in the presence of God. Because literally, if you know you are in a tight situation right now and you see like the circumstances seem like it's getting worse and worse, my goodness, it, I don't I don't think an hour would, would be too much, right? If you really want to see God intervene in your life, God intervenes in your family's life and God bring the breakthrough that you are in desperate need of. And so I truly wanted to just go ahead and encourage you uh, to do that. Make sure that you continue to rejoice through these next couple of weeks. Let's continue. I know we've been reading for a while, but I really want to go ahead and just uh, make sure that we read until verse 24. And so verse 15, it says, On the seventh day, they got up at daybreak wow, and marched around the city seven times in the same manner, except that on that day, they circled the city seven times. And so God does everything for a reason, y'all. Why did God tell them for the six days to do it only once? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Why did God tell them, but on the seventh day to do it seven times? I really do not know. But one thing I know is that God is always looking for obedience. And it's so key and important for us to highlight this, that they were obedient to God's instructions. It's specifically the way God told them to do it. That's specifically how they did it. And that is very important for us to know. Now, is it because God was not able to do it for them in one day? And, and, and with them only marching once? Of course. There's nothing that is impossible with God. God literally could have done this for them in one day. But God does whatever pleases him. And so that is the way that God had given to Joshua. And, and God was was hoping and, 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 yes, was hoping that Joshua would definitely do exactly as he said and, and Joshua did. And so verse 16 tells us, The seventh time around when the priest sounded the trumpet blast, Joshua commanded the army, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house shall be spared because she hid the spies he sent. But keep away from the devoted things so that you will not bring about your own destruction by taking any of them. Otherwise, you will make the, the camp of, excuse me, <laughs> otherwise you will make the camp of Israel liable to destruction and bring trouble on it. All the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron are sacred to the Lord and must go into his treasury. I want us to go a little bit forward to verse 17. I'm actually going to reread it again, um, especially the part where it introduces Rahab. And it says, only Rahab the prostitute. So, wow. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her household shall be spared because she hid the spies we sent. And so Rahab was not even an Israelite. And she did not know anything about the God of the, Isra of, of the Israelites. She did not know anything about the true living God, but yet somehow she did a significant, a significant thing that really touched the heart of God. And because of that, her life was spared, but not only her life, 
for her entire family. And I want to pause right there because I really want to say this message um, by the grace of God to you. Do you know that the one action you take to literally transform your entire bloodline, that one action, that one action of obedience that you take could literally not only just bless you, but bless your siblings, bless your parents, bless your future family, and so on and so on and so on. This woman's life, she was a prostitute. She was a prostitute, but we can see from that moment, her life will forever be changed just because she did that one act. And so I want to encourage you again tonight. You may see that you're in the eighth month of 2022, but perhaps God is looking for you to take one step of faith or to take, uh, um, yeah, one step of faith or to obey the last word that he told you to do in order for you to change the trajectory of the rest of this year and not just the rest of this year, but your entire life and for your future family. My goodness, that was so encouraging to me myself. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And so let us continue, y'all. We're almost there. We're almost to the end. All right, we just read verse 17, verse 18. But keep away from... Okay, we read that. Okay, so it's important as well for us to talk a little bit about verse 18. So literally, it was... um, Joshua was telling the people, right, the Israelites, to keep away from the things, you know, from the, the things that came from the other nation, right? That the Lord has given them victory over. And that is important. You know, there are certain things that we cannot be a part of as believers. You know, there are certain things that we cannot mix ourselves with because those things will actually block and hinder us from receiving certain blessings that God has for us. And so it's important, especially when you're in a season, you want to receive that breakthrough, you want to receive that healing, you want to receive that deliverance, that you get rid of anything that looks, you know, um, of evil, right? Because you really want to make sure that you are tuning in to the voice of God, you are uh, surrounding yourself with the presence of God, and you're surrounding yourself as well with the word of God, and making sure that your mind and your heart is in perfect alignment and and believing the very thing that the Lord has already promised to be your portion according to his word. Amen. And so very quickly, let's wrap it up. Uh, verse 19, all the silver and golden articles of bronze and iron are sacred to the Lord and must go into his treasury. Excuse me, treasury. When the trumpet sounded, the army shouted, and at the sound of the trumpet, when the man gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So everyone charged straight in and they took the city. They devoted the city to the Lord and destroyed uh, with a sword, every living thing in it, men and women, young and old, cattle, sheep, and donkeys. Um, I'm going to pause very quickly. There's something important that I want to highlight to you again here. You see, this is so important. Um, when they entered into the city, right? Uh, verse 21, it says to us, they devoted the city to the Lord and destroyed with the sword, every living thing in it. But what I want you to pay attention to is that after they received what was promised to them, after they received what God already said was theirs, they devoted it to God, meaning that they dedicated to God that very thing and so it's important for us whatever it is that we're believing for maybe it's a uh friendship maybe it's community maybe it's uh, a godly marriage right or godly relationship or maybe it's a job whatever it is we must make sure that once we receive that thing once god gave it to us that we use it for the glory of the lord that we use it for the glory of the lord in some way in some capacity making sure as well we let other people know that god has done it amen now verse 22 
It says, Joshua said to the man who had spied out the land, go into the prostitute's house and bring her out and all who belong to her in accordance with your oath to her. So the young man who had done the spying went and brought out Rahab, her father and mother, her brothers and sisters, and all who belonged to her. They brought out her entire family and put them in a place outside the camp of Israel. This is so fascinating, but even though the Bible doesn't go into complete detail, chronicling, you know, the life of Rahab, but we know that eventually she she became saved. Um, eventually, I believe, yes, she's, she, uh, you know, Jesus came from uh, her line, right? And it's, it's so fascinating to me as well how God literally transitioned not just her, but her entire family and set them in and, and, and kept them near the near Israel, right? Near his own people. And so if you think about it, this is even foreshadowing what the Bible talks about, like the one uh, new man when Jesus, you know, he he um split the divide between Gentile and Jews and he brought them together in perfect uh, unity, making a new humanity. This is a foreshadowing of that. This is a foreshadowing as well uh, when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to us, to the people of God, the church, you know, the people of God, the church is not just the, um, the Jews, but it's Jews and Gentiles together making the bride of Christ. Amen. And so lastly, verse 24, then they burned the whole city and everything in it, but they put the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron into the treasury of the Lord's house. I'm going to pause right there. Um, so for us to close, y'all, I just want to go ahead and highlight, highlight this to you. Always give God your very best. Always give God your very best portion. This is what happened when, um, this is what happened to Cain when he didn't do that. Cain did not give God his very best portion, and because of that, he got cursed. And it's not because, um, simply because of that, but of course, it's because he murdered his brother Abel. But that's what led him to murder his brother Abel is the fact that he knew Abel gave his best portion to God. And he knew that he too should have given God his best portion, but he didn't. He rebelled and he gave God the least best. And so I want to encourage you, even if you feel like you're in a season where you feel like you're lacking in so many areas, where you feel like you don't have enough, be like that woman who just gave the very thing that she had. Even if you only have a dollar, if that dollar is the only money, you know, the only amount of money that you have and you give that last dollar to the Lord, that is your very best fortune to God. And God sees that. He takes notes of that. And he will remember you concerning what it is that you have done, just like he remembered Rahab concerning what it is she did for Joshua and his men. So to really wrap up this episode, y'all, this is what I want to go ahead and say as a final word of encouragement. I truly pray that you will be joined through these next couple of weeks, giving God the utmost praise because truly, y'all, he is worthy. We serve an eternal God, worthy of eternal praise. I don't know exactly what you're going through. I don't know exactly what your circumstance is looking like, but I know that all things are possible with Christ Jesus. And before I go, I just want to go ahead and pray for you. So wherever you are, I want you to make yourself comfortable in the presence of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for what it is that you're doing in the life of your people. Thank you for what it is that you're doing in the life of the listeners of this podcast episode. Those who have stumbled upon this episode, Lord God, I pray that you would bless them, that you continue, Lord God, to have your way uh, in their lives. Thank you for this message. 
that you are able to bless me to bring forth, to encourage and exhort them, to continue to build up their faith as they continue to trust in you, God, concerning their lives, concerning their prayers, concerning the current season that they find themselves in. So, Lord, I pray you would give us faith to persevere until we grab hold of everything you prepared for us. Help us to not get discouraged to pray because the weight or the manifested promises seem to be delayed. May our pursuit of you and plan and the plan that you have for our lives continue to be at the forefront of our minds. I pray that, God, that you would help us not allow discouragement, delays, and disappointments disappointment to keep us down but i pray holy spirit that you continue to sustain us that you continue to bless us to rejoice in our salvation in christ to continue to believe again that all things are possible in christ jesus i pray that god that you would encourage our brother and sister who's listening to this podcast episode i pray that you'll touch them right now that you'll revive their heart that you'll revive their souls that you will strengthen their their faith once more and that you bless them to continue to trust you oh god that they will continue to trust in you, that you are who you say that you are, and that you shall do what it is that you say that you will do in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much, y'all, for tuning in to the Master of the Podcast. This was your sister in Christ, JLP. And remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. Until next time, peace out. Take care.